right, all right. Today's going to be a good day. Uh, today is Serve Day. Yay. All right, so first I want to say thank you to everyone who came out yesterday. We got to uh, uh, create some teacher blessing kits. Uh, they're pretty simple, but we're going to be blessing all the teachers at um, uh, Riverdale. Thank you. If I said the wrong river, you would have thrown that coffee cup at me, right? Uh, and La uh, is it Laverne Middle? All right. And Stewart's Creek High School. So uh, the reason we pick those is we have uh, people that work in each one of those schools. And so we want to continue to expand that. And I was telling the team yesterday that our serve day, um, I see it eventually going to uh, a multi-day affair where we get to just be a blessing all over the community as we continue to grow. So be watching out for that. I think it'll be something, our serve day will be something that you start to ask ahead of time because you want to make sure that you don't take vacation during that time because it's something that's so fun to be a part of. Also, a couple things I want to make sure that you are aware of as a church. Uh, today, we have Discovery 101. It's going to be immediately after all of the hullabaloo that I'm going to be telling you about um, this morning. Uh, so you're, it's going to be over here in the multi-purpose room over in this hallway. And if you are new to Alenia Church, this is the place for you to be. It's about an hour. We feed you some pizza, and you get to hear our story, our heart, our beliefs, our values, and why we're here. And then next week, we have Serving 201. That's where we get to uh, just dive deep in how God has created you as a human being and as a believer and the gifts that you have. And then after that, August 27th and September 3rd, we have Group Connect. Why do we have Group Connect? Because I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're here on a Sunday morning. I'm glad you're here worshiping and you're listening to the preaching and the teaching, but I want you to have friends, all right? And it is hard to have friends on a Sunday morning because it is used typically in and out, and you're trying to figure out where you're going to eat afterwards, and, and it's easy to hide sometimes. And so small groups is where true Christian community happens. They happen throughout the week, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you're here one of those two days at least. And then also September 10th, we're going to be doing Vision Sunday. And that's where I get to pour my heart out to you about how I believe the next year is going to look as a church and just the vision that I have for the church. And there's a, I'm kind of, um, I'm already working on this. And the thing that is, things that I'm thinking of are what do, what do I want? At the end of the day as a pastor, what would I love to see? And uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about. But next week, we start a new series called Forgiveness. It's more than saying sorry. Some of y'all get that joke. Actually, that's not it. It's forgiveness. It's more than saying sorry. Uh, we're going to be talking about forgiveness and what it means and what it doesn't mean. And so you want to make sure that you're here for that. You have an invite card that is on your uh, chair there. You can take uh, that card and invite somebody, bring them with you. We have more. I'm not sure how many we're giving you on your chair, but we have a lot. And I don't want to throw any of those away. I want you to take those and use them as a tool to bring somebody with you. Well, today we're talking about serving. And uh, my goal for you, and I'm just going to be very bold about it, my goal for you is that I force you to serve this morning. You're not going to have a choice this is going to be an all-skate. Everybody gets to do it. In fact, it's going to be such an all-skate that your preacher is going to preach a short message. How many of y'all want to say amen? 
Amen, right? It's like, all right. Um, but we have some very uh, special things planned for you today. Here's why I think serving is so important. Because serving gets at the heart of who Christ has called us to be. If you remember in the New Testament, Jesus didn't take up a, a clipboard and, and, and lead the disciples that way. He didn't take role. He wasn't about lording over them. And in fact, he had every right uh, and every positional right to do so. No, what Jesus did is he picked up a towel and he led the disciples in washing their feet. Right? He, he, he knelt down when he could have stood up and lorded over them. Now he knelt down and he got at their feet and he washed their feet and he served them. And he calls us as believers to do the same thing, to serve other people. Because when you serve other people, you are not focusing on yourself. You're instead, as Paul says, trying to outdo each other in honor. That we're called to serve each other. We're called to pour out our hearts. We're called to be selfless. In fact, it, serving, what it does, uh, it, it, it's a command that God gives us. It, God says, hey, I want you to do this because I have gifted you in such a way to do this. Look what Proverbs says, when it is in your power, don't withhold good from the one to whom it belongs. You know, uh, I, when I read that verse, I think about Spider-Man. With much power comes great responsibility, right? That if you've been given the power to do so, then you should operate in that way. Or maybe if you're a child of the 80s, you think of He-Man, right? You know, I have the power. But do you know that you have the power? Paul says that the same power that rose Christ from the grave is alive inside of you. And how many times as believers do we go into our Mondays powerless because we don't recognize the power that God has put inside of us? How different would our lives be if we walked into our Mondays remembering and reminding ourselves that the same power that got Jesus up out of the grave Three days later, the same power that rose him from death to life is alive inside of me. And if that power is inside of us, then I say to you, as Spider-Man's uncle, with great power comes great responsibility. It's our responsibility to serve because the Bible says, don't withhold good from the one to whom it belongs. In other words, if you see a need, you should meet a need. If you see a need, you should meet a need. Number two, serving others is on behalf of Jesus. Serving others is on behalf of Jesus. Look what Proverbs says here. Kindness to the poor is a loan to the Lord, and he will give a reward to the lender. In other words, when you do kindness to other people, you are lending to God your hands, your feet, your heart, your mind, your compassion, your love, the fruit of the Spirit that He has enabled you with, you are lending to the Lord. Have you ever thought about that? That when you do kindness to others, now God is indebted to you. That's a crazy concept to me. That the Creator of the universe, the Lord of the heavens and the earth, says that when you do kindness to others, when you love others, you are lending 
to him and he says, I will repay you. Every act of kindness does not go unnoticed before God. He sees every one of them. Every act of kindness will not go unrewarded. He will reward every one of them. He sees them even in secret. He sees them in public. Even the slightest things that you don't even realize are kindness to other people. He sees it. And he says, that is on loan to me and I will reward it. It's a beautiful thing. Number three, serving should glorify God. It says this, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. I think a lot of times when we do things, we're like, oh, we should keep this in secret. And we've got to recognize that keeping things in secret, that passage where he talks about your left hand should not know what the right hand is doing, that it, the context of that is you don't get the glory. This is not about us. This is not about you. This is not about Alenia Church, that when you, when you give something and, and you're like, I, I've given this great amount of money, I want everybody to see me, I want everybody to put their eyes on me, you are contradicting the word of God and what God has called us to do. In fact, it says this here that we, Jesus says, hey, when you do good works, let people see. Why? So they can go, there's something different about that person. I want to know what that difference is. I want a part of that. It says, let your light shine. You know, hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Right? Be the church, people. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed to be the church. Don't be ashamed to be who call God has called you to be. Don't be ashamed to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Because he has called us to be the church and to be on the offense and to let our light shine. So when we do good works and people say, wow, you're awesome. And you say, no, it's not me that's awesome. It is the God who has saved me, who has redeemed me, who has called me that once I was this and now I am that, that once I was lost, now I am found. Once I was blind, now I am see. I do this not because I'm good, because actually my righteousness is as filthy rags. I do this because God has changed me. Let your light shine. Hey, yeah, thank you. That's good. Let your light shine. Number four, serving is an indicator of a changed heart. So there are two judgments in the Bible. One is for unbelievers and believers where we go and it's like, is your name written in the book of life, right? That's the first one. The second one is, what have you done with everything I've given you? Like you give an account of everything. But there's a passage that Jesus talks about where there's the sheep and the goats, right? Let's read that together. It says, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked or naked, however you want to say that in Tennessee. And you clothed me. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him. Lord, when did we see you? hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you as a stranger and take you in or, or without clothes and clothes clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers 
and sisters of mine you did for me. And this context is in the passage where he is dividing the sheep, those who belong to him, and the goats, those who don't belong to him. And the indicator of that is the fruit. It's the fruit. It's, it's the, the representation of a changed heart. Your service, your service to others is indicative of what God has done inside of you. It's proof of a changed heart. That's why the Bible says you will be known by your fruit. I've got a fig tree that I used to have a fig tree. Every time I move somewhere, I always plant a fig tree. And I'm really good at killing all of my fig trees. I'm not good at it. My wife is like, why don't you just curse God and die? Just leave it alone. It's like Job. And I can't ever get anything. But one year I had figs on there. But it'd be odd if I walked up and I plucked off a plum off of a fig tree, right? It'd be like, this is no longer a fig tree. It's a plum tree, right? Because you are what your fruit tells people you are. And service is indicative of a changed heart. Number five and last, serving should be gospel-centered. Serving should be gospel-centered. And whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in what? In my name. Because you belong to Christ, truly I tell you, he will never lose his reward. Now I'm not saying service is bad if it's not gospel-centered. I think it's great serve people always you should be you, you should defer to others we should always have a servant's heart but this is what i want you to understand charity without the gospel is temporary charity without the gospel is temporary but charity with the gospel is transformative that's why jesus says give a cup of cold water in my name how sad would it be to meet someone's physical thirst and never tell them about their spiritual thirst? How sad would it be to meet people's physical needs and never offer the answer to their spiritual needs? And so what we do as a, as a church is we partner with organizations that are gospel-centric. One of the organizations that we partner with is Feed America First. And the reason we partner with Feed America First is they do not take any government money. Do you know why they don't take any government money? Because they are allowed to share the food with organizations that proclaim the name of Christ. It gives them the freedom to be gospel-centered. It gives them the freedom to be gospel-centric. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to bless Feed America first, and we're going to go grocery shopping as a church. So I'm going to ask Josh. Where's Josh at? All right, go for it, bud. Start, start handing things out. Well, thank you for tuning in today. If you would like more information about Alenia Church, you can go to aleniachurch.org forward slash connect. There you can enter in your information. You can ask about more information about the church, and you can even let us know if you've prayed to receive Christ. We would love to put a free gift in your hand to equip you on this new journey. If you would like to partner with this ministry, you can do so by going to aleniachurch.org forward slash give. There you can make an easy tax deductible gift to further the reach of the gospel through Alenia Church. 
Would you also pray about becoming a monthly partner through your financial giving? Our site makes it easy to set up a recurring schedule. Please take a moment to share this message, subscribe, like, and comment wherever you get your regular diet of podcasts. It helps us by getting the word out about what God is doing here in Middle Tennessee. If you live in the Middle Tennessee area and you don't yet have a church home, we would love to host you at Alenia Church. We hope to see you there. Remember, God sees you, He loves you, and He wants the best for you. God bless.